Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. We're here with Erin Smith of the Starters Club. Erin, thanks so much for being here today. Amy, I'm so excited to be on your podcast. I'm so excited you have a podcast, so thank you for having me. <laughs> you were my inspiration for having a podcast. Yay. You did yours, and it's amazing. So if everybody could just check that out, I will put the link in the show notes. Amazing podcast. Um so let's talk. We've been friends for ever. It seems like I think like seven or eight years. Knew each other back in Texas. You were doing a pet sitting business, and you were watching our little ones for us. So crazy! It feels like a <laughs> lifetime ago. Doesn't it feel like forever? It does. It's crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Oh my gosh! In the meantime, you've had like two other businesses since then, and. Uh, I've moved to New Hampshire and had the farm. You've had kiddos. Like, so much has happened. Um, it's just been amazing. But, you know, throughout all that, I think that we kind of grew together in being real foodies and, you know, changing our diet, changing our health, both having our own success with that, getting rid of some health issues and challenges, um, but all while living life like everybody does and building businesses. Yeah, it hasn't been dull, has it? <laughs> no, <laughs> pretty busy, pretty busy. Um, so, you know, I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about, you know, how do you, because I know you especially have had so much growth. I mean, the Starters Club has just skyrocketed. This thing has just blown up with the podcast. I know that you've got some courses. Um, you do coaching um, and you just got, you just put out an amazing book, Master the Start. Um, this is for anybody that is looking to take an idea and actually turn it into a business. Um, and how do you do all that and like keep up with your healthy lifestyle while, um, you know, taking care of your family? So I thought that would be really fun to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll give the dirty secrets of how to, how I attempt to keep it all together. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too. Attempt, right? Like it's always in flux. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Well, um, tell us a little bit about the starters club first. Cause you know, we have a lot of people, um, in our community that, you know, are, are building their business or would love to do something. Um, and tell us about the starters club. Cause I know that that would be a good resource. Yeah, absolutely. So the Starters Club, as you said, I've I've had some background in business. So I started real estate investing. That was my first business. And then I got into pet sitting. Uh, I started a spray tanning company, sold that, sold the pet sitting company. Um, I've had just a lot of experience. I've invested in other companies. And I've had a lot of, of experience doing this. And it was always fairly easy to me. It was never easy from a perspective of, oh, I just sit back and money just flows in. I was working really right. hard, but sure. putting the formula together to make these businesses successful were, was easy. And so I, yeah. I learned that like 80% of businesses fail within the first 18 months oh. after I started my business. <laughs> Sold them. So I was like, oh, I guess, <laughs> this is, you know, for others, it's not so easy, but well, yeah, it comes natural to you. Yeah. And it just was 
figuring things out. Like I'm a very, I know thing. I, I really don't expect things to be perfect the first time. I know it's going to be a learning process. So I set myself up for that too. And like you mentioned, I had two children. They're uh, one year apart. And when I was figuring out what was going to be my next business, I had all these people saying, well, I want to start a business. And I'm like, oh, you totally should. It's so easy. You know, I, I mean, in, in the book, I write about this too. I literally, in my one business, I hired my very first employee. I'd never had an employee before. And I hired them and I came home and Googled, how do I hire an employee? I didn't know what paperwork, <laughs> I didn't know what I'm like, how do I, okay, how do I protect myself? How do I hire? Like, I didn't know what I was doing, right. but, and then soon you figure that one out. And all of a sudden I had 12 employees I was managing. So Wow. It's just, but I kept hearing these stories of, I just don't know where to start. I just don't know what to do. And so right. I said, okay, I'm going to start a company that teaches you how to do this. And I, 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 my mission in life is any person who truly wants to have the life that they dream of, whatever that is, what, you know, starting a business means so many th different things, you know, to different people. It's like, do you, yeah. do you want millions? Do you just want to stay at home and be able to provide for the family? Do you right. want something in between? And it's like, I, I didn't want anyone to have the excuse of, I don't know how to do this. And so that was where the Starters Club came, Starters Club came to play. Um, it was just really, you know, all businesses, no matter what kind, has the same premise and formula of, yes. you know, you, you've got to spend less and make more than you spend. And you've got to be able to serve clients and, you know, whatever that is. And so it, that's the whole premise of the business was to help anybody who wants to start a business really put that together. Awesome. And, you know, so much of it is about mindset. So much is about getting your head in the right space to do that. And like you said, regardless of what the business is or how much you need to bring in, it's about getting your head in the game. It's so true. And, you know, it's totally yeah. true. I mean, you've got to, like we were talking about this pre I learned that I could give you the steps. I could do the steps for you. I could hand you a completely finished business that all you have to do is call people and people would still not do it. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, that's so true with anything. I mean, you know, I know we're talking about business and it's like, wait a minute, this is real food, whole health, but it's the same deal of getting your mind in the right place. You know, if you're going to change your diet, change your health, change your lifestyle, you have to get your head in the game and just know it's not going to be perfect. You know, it's all about mm -hmm. progress, not perfection, right? So true. And progress, uh, perfection is such an enemy. <laughs> and that real life is going to come up and happen. And we just have to find ways to deal with it and get back on the course, right? Absolutely. No, 100%. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about your real food journey. I know that you guys... Um, you and your husband and your two kiddos, they, you guys are paleo, right? You yes. mainly stay away from grains. Are you dairy free as well? Uh, no, uh, okay. I should be, but I'm not. <laughs> it's kind of a hard one. <laughs> it's, it's the cheese. I grew up in Wisconsin. Okay. You can't right? take away my cheese and I've done, I've done dairy free and I felt pretty good from dairy free and I, we can talk about that, but I really need to be more strict about the dairy free. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I go on and off. Um, you know, again, it's all about finding what works for you in the moment. And, um, you know, our real food diet element, you know, our essential elements of whole health, we talk a lot about for your body and your health status right now. So that's something that's always kind of in flux. And as you're dealing with um, time frames where you be, may be having more stress, 
you know, um, you maybe have to be a little bit more strict on your diet, even though those are usually the times that we kind of want to let it go. Yes. Um, (laughs) Of course, because we're stressed. But those are times that sometimes you need those extra support, you know, nutritionally so that you can, you know, allow yourself to get a little stressed out. Um, So writing this book and launching your business and, again, having phenomenal growth so fast, how did you manage to stay healthy? Um, Like it's a simple question. How did you stay healthy? Well, I'll (laughs) tell you. So during the – this is what this is my biggest struggle with eating paleo, eating healthy is that and I, I don't know if I have the answer to this because JJ, like you were saying, um, my he's my fan, my husband. You can call my husband. Um, oh, right. Baby Sorry. daddy. No, it's totally cool. Coming. I don't care if you say it, but it just feels weird for me to say it back. But anyway, he's so he's a chiropractor and this was really his thing of, of being healthy. And basically, my journey kind of came after I had. I, I was never, I can't tell you I ever felt great. I just didn't know how bad I felt because I just didn't yeah. know any different. And so right. after Lily was born, my second one, I was just having massive brain fog. I couldn't get, I couldn't just be tired. I just was always tired. I couldn't get enough mm-hmm. rest. And mm-hmm. I we'd eaten paleo really well. It's a, a lot of probably the reason I ended up with baby number one was because I, I was doing clean eating, but I wasn't 100% consistent with it. I'd fall off, go back, fall off, go back. And so after right. I, I think you had some thyroid stuff. And yeah. So after I had her, I was having some massive thyroid stuff and he's mm-hmm. like, and I was, my problem was I was like 95%. Right. And, but I'd always go to Starbucks every day and get a crap drink. That was kind of my escape uh-huh. from the house. And he's like, he said to me, he's like, Aaron, you got to go a hundred percent. And I said, come on. The 5% is really right. going to make, is it going to be that big of a difference? Yeah. And it totally was. So that's where I re- people talk about 80, 20, right? Not to interrupt you, but people talk about 80, 20. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, if you do good, which by the way, I've never really subscribed to that. Like I've always thought, yeah, there needs to be some leeway, but your 20%, if you're going to do 80, 20, your 20% needs to be pretty damn good. You know, it's, it's not true. like Starbucks and McDonald's and whatever crap is on. It can't be that 20% of the time for you to really be healthy. No. Like, and certainly not to overcome like chronic health challenges. No, I've found that you've got to be a hundred and I can even like, even just examples with my kids when they have one cupcake, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't stand you. Like, I can't believe people who have to deal with this every single day all the time. All the time. Like it's such a difference. Yeah, but when, I know. but the hardest thing for me has been the snacking. Like, uh-huh. because when, when I was launching, it's like, I don't have time to sit and make meals. You know what I mean? Like you're just, I'm tired. I'm exhausted by, by the time it's like, God eating it. What's so nice about eating horrible is that you, there's so much access to easy things, Everywhere. you know? Everywhere. And so for me, the store, the restaurants, the convenience store, yeah. the parties, there's just junk food everywhere. It, there is. And so I've really had, I've really had to prep because my problem now is that I don't eat enough. Like, because mm-hmm. I'll just be like, well, there's nothing I can eat accessible to me right now. So yeah, all of a sudden six o'clock at night comes and I'm like, I haven't even eaten today. And yeah, that's crazy. And so you really have to plan. And especially cause I won't go off. I don't care about going off the bandwagon for me as much as I do for my kids, because it's really mm-hmm. important that I, like I said, I just see such a difference in them. So JJ is a massive help. We do. I mean, he cooks probably more than I do, but 
you know, it's, it's really a team effort. Like we, we do, both of us do the grocery shopping, both of us make the runs. And I think the biggest thing when you're eating healthy in massive like launches or things that are just going to really drain your energy, you've got to prepare yourself because you've got to have the snacks. You got to have the quick eats available that aren't going to kill your diet. Um, and you just, it's got to be part of your prep. You know, if you're launching, whatever it is, you're setting up a prep of all the stuff that's going to go out, when it's going to go out, email, whatever, whatever. And eating right has to be part of that. And I think otherwise you need more energy then than you've ever needed. And you've got to be at right. your A game. And so you've got to set yourself up to be. That was a really That long is answer. not the time to let it slip because you're going to get sick. You're going to get run down. You know, you're, it's going to compromise everything if you let that slip. And again, it's about that mindset. The The reason that you guys make it work for you is because it's a priority. It is. It's not an option. It really, I mean, it's, we, we can't. And the minute we start slipping, I feel horrible and it's, yes. it's just not worth it. No. And it's a slippery slope. Yes. It is like once you, and, and guys, again, we're not saying it has to be perfect all the time. I know we're talking about 100%, 100% real food, whatever. That doesn't mean that every bite that goes into our mouths has to be perfectly like macronutrient balanced, <laughs> you know, sourced from the most pristine. I mean, it's real life. But that doesn't mean, okay, we're going to run through McDonald's because this is a stressful time because boom, that's when it's going to hit you. That's when you're going to get sick. That's when you're going to be the most vulnerable where if you had just taken the time and made it a priority and, you know, double batched some meals, you know, okay, I'm making this like fabulous meal that we make every week. I'm going to make double. I'm going to put half in the freezer. I'm going to make a big batch of bone broth and put extra in the freezer so that, you know, when I need to just like make a soup, I can do it, you know, in, in an instant. Right. No, I mean, it it really is because it's just, you never find time to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't just appear. Right. Right. And having your backups, you know, the fail safe, knowing, planning for things to go awry. Like I have no problem saying, okay, you know what, this week's going to be insane. There's no way I'm going to get all this done. You know, there's a Chipotle, you know, 10 minutes away or whatever, or 30 minutes away, whatever. I'm going to just get that. Right. Um, And pick and choose. You can't just maybe do everything on the menu, depending on your health status. But pick and choose where you can craft something that's going to work. Exactly. Especially if you're traveling, because a lot of business goals come with traveling. Yeah, traveling throws a whole whole other wrench into the to the process for sure. It does. It does. But most places you can go in and do, you know, meat and veggies. Exactly. And if anything, that's always my go-to hamburger without a bun and sweet potato fries. Yeah. I mean, it's not the best, but it's not the best. Like we know the oil's not perfect and we know, you know, I mean, sure there's stuff that goes into it. We can't go crazy and like overanalyze every little thing, but yes, bunless hamburger or, um, We'll do like a real lean cut of steak, like a sirloin or a filet, especially if it's not grass-fed. If it's grass-fed, then I'm not really picky about the cut. But um, but if it's going to be conventional and that's the very best you can get, you know, do the filet or something without a lot of fat because that's where all the toxins are. And do that and whatever veggies they have, ask them if they can make it in real butter, you know, and then 
there you go. It's yeah. meat and veggies. Like that's always my mantra. <laughs> no, and that's what like the curse of eating healthy and the best thing about eating healthy is that you really don't have to think a lot about what you can and can't eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay, right. it's pretty straightforward. Meat and veggies. Like that's about it. But it can be a curse because you're like, oh, it's all I can eat. But meat and veggies. it makes it easy too <laughs> if you're trying to figure it out. Yeah, especially on the go or when things are stressful. And, you know, I think having those um, – you know, those meals or as much as you can prepped, like in the freezer, like my freezer is my savior so often. I'll throw together some soup kits like um, ahead of time. So I've got, you know, like onions and garlic and um, carrots, celery, and usually like a stick or two of herbs. Like I'll just buy like a big thing of thyme and then just throw some in the soup kits, make them all ahead of time. You know, so I'm making five or 10 at a time. There is a block bag in the freezer, and then I've always got broth, especially now that I've got an Instant Pot. I can make broth in two hours, oh, what nice. used to take me two days. Do you have an Instant Pot yet? I don't. Oh, my Lord. Life-changing. Yeah. <laughs> Life-changing. Because, seriously, best broth I've ever had. Gels beautifully every time. You throw the bones in, three quarts of water, you know, two hours, it's done. Wow. And then um, you can even make your soup in the Instant Pot, and it can go right in from frozen. So I'll take my, you know, I always keep cooked, like rotisserie, you know, roasted chicken. I always keep cooked uh, meat in the freezer, shredded, so that it's ready to go into kind of soup, casserole, quick tacos, chicken salad, anything like that, because you can do anything with, you know, chicken. And, uh I keep that in there, throw it all in the Instant Pot, throw my spices in, set it for 30 minutes, and then my soup's done. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a dream. I mean, short ribs that would normally take like eight hours, two hours. Wow, that's awesome. I need to get one of those. You do need to get one. (laughs) But it's all, again, it's all about the prep. And it doesn't really matter exactly what diet you're on, even if you're just doing basic eat everything real food you know just eat clean um or if you're doing paleo or you're doing a whole 30 or you're doing whatever gaps aip any of that it's all about mindset it's all about prep yeah no 100 percent. now speaking of whole 30 you guys were doing a whole 30 now i think that's a little crazy you guys were doing a whole 30 while you were trying to launch your book Yes. So, oh my God, June 1st. So it was June 1st that I declared it was my high performance. I know this sounds so dorky, but this was me. And it was um, my high performance month. And I really want, because like I said, we eat pretty, pretty clean. I mean, we're, you know, here and and I like, I, I a hundred percent paleo, right. But I still eat cheese and do stuff like that. I still have wine guilty of that. <laughs> and um, we just, I, Me too. I, you know, I said, you know, what, I'm going to try this. Like everybody talks about this whole 30. I vowed I would never do a whole 30 in my life. And now I'm like, I'm going to do a whole 30. And yeah. I right now. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's really a good time. But I, I'll tell you, I've never felt more amazing in my life. But like you were saying, it's that slippery slope. So it was about Mid July, where because I'm like I'm never gonna stop this. I feel so yeah, amazing. Yeah, like, I feel great. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, turn into a whole forty five, and then I just like you. You take that one. You're so strict, right? And it's like I yeah. can't have that. You know, like people would invite. Like a friend of mine was like, "Let's open a really good bottle of wine." I'm like, I can't. I'm whole thirtying. You know, and it's just right. 
and then you start that slippery slope and you're like, okay, I'm just going to take today off and then I'll start again tomorrow. And then tomorrow Mm -hmm. comes and something, and you're like, all right, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, like, I mean, it's been that long and I'm like, I felt so amazing. I don't understand it. It's why it's so hard to start it again and make that non-negotiable I'm not having it because I'm whole 30, you know, and um, draw the line. Yeah. And so I'm trying to find that place again, because I'm telling you, I have never felt more amazing in my life. And so it's like, okay, do I do like a month on, take a week off month on or, you know, and then go back on for four weeks. I don't know yet, but because you can't, I I personally, I can't be that good all the time. Like I want a piece of cake every now, even if it's like a gluten free, paleo sure. cake i want a flipping oh, piece of cake you know right so um, and that's real life yeah i mean we can't we're not going and we're certainly not even suggesting um being on whole 30 all the time. even the creators of whole 30 aren't on whole 30 all the time it's a protocol it's a healing protocol it's a method it's something to do as a reset and change your relationship with food. I love that. I think it's great. I think it can be super useful. And like you said, you felt amazing. And what was great is you needed to be really productive in that time. And yeah. you were. Yeah. I was watching your Facebook updates. I'm like, oh, my God, I think she's just going to run the world. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. There were, but- there were times I was scaring JJ. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I remember I went, like, one time I had, like, four hours of sleep. And I'm like, and he's like you are frightening me right now like you need to go (laughs) sleep or something because i'm scared like spiking (laughs) spiking your food exactly he's like putting sugar in it exactly (laughs) he's like yeah she just thinks she's doing a whole 30 (laughs) exactly this is all like a, a, a illusion that's right well you know i mean again it's it's such a great tool and again it speaks to when you want that high performance, when you need a reset, when you're going to be having a stressful time, trying to be as nourishing and as close as you can. And it's not just about the food. It's we're really talking about self-care. Exactly. Yeah. We're really talking about making, you know, making, taking care of yourself a priority, especially in stressful and demanding times. No, it's a hundred percent true. Like you, you, it's just, it's, it's the, it's the time when we need it the most. It's, but it's mm-hmm. the time when we worry about the it the least. least, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Because you think, oh, you know, my business, whatever, I'm going to sacrifice myself. I'm going to push through and work really hard. But you know, it's all about finding that balance. It's all about saying, okay, yes, I need to bring it right now. I need to show up. I need to be, you know, on top of my game, but, you know, I can really only do that if I'm feeding myself as well and, and feeding myself not only with food, but also my thoughts, my emotions, my social connections, you know, this is not the time to surround yourself with a bunch of toxins, you know, it is really the time to support yourself, you know, do that extra meditation, do that yoga, take that walk, um, get the fresh air, you know, all of these things that we know are supportive. Take a break and have lunch with a friend. Um, so true. it feeds us. Yeah. We need that to fuel the creativity and and the bring it. Because <laughs> it takes a lot out of us to bring it. It really does. And I always underestimate how much it's going to take. 
It, it's like yeah. I, I'm like, oh, I got it's not going to take that much. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, like I got completely sick after my book launch because I just wore. Oh, totally. Because the kids started school and I, I was wore out. Oh. And it was like the perfect storm of you're going to get sick. <laughs> But the beautiful thing is when you've taken care of yourself before, the bounce back from being sick is so much shorter. Yeah. I hundred It doesn't yeah. drag on for months. No, that's so true. And I think too, like for me, it's not the eating that gets to me. I think I let the stress get to me more of it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I wasn't eating right, I can't imagine how sick I'd be. Right. Yes. That makes such a difference. Yeah, that's definitely the time that, you know, our adrenals, you know, are working in overdrive and we really need to support them. So all the bone broth, you know, making sure that we've got that good unrefined sea salt, taking our whole food vitamin C, like all these really stress-busting, nourishing things, making sure our magnesium's optimized so we can sleep. You know, how important is that? Making sure you get good sleep. You don't need to be up at 3 in the morning hustling. You need to be sleeping. Yeah, I needed to learn that lesson the hard way because I, I had one morning where I literally got up at three in the morning because I'm like, I got to get this thing done. So mm-hmm. it's so true. It's so true. I can't. That's human nature. We've enough. all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. You know, but we just share what we've learned and we, you know, I mean, to help other people from making the same mistakes and, and having to go through the same pain, you know, lessons learned. Looking back in hindsight, here's here's what's going to help you exactly here's what not to do learn from my my mistakes (laughs) sometimes I feel like uh you know I've had a lot of those lessons here's what not to do yeah oh I have a lot of those I can tell you exactly what not to do yeah (laughs) yeah well that's really helpful for people it is it is and I've actually had people tell me what not to do and then because I'm so headstrong I'm like well that won't happen to me (sighs) And then I do it anyway. And then guess what happens? (laughs) Exactly what they said. I have that same story from, yeah, totally. I do. I'm like, oh, but you don't understand me because I'm not normal and I can do things that other people can't. And then all of a sudden I'm like, why, you know, six months down the line, I'm like, why didn't I listen? What? Why? So I'm right there with you. I'm learning the lesson the hard way. Yeah, exactly. You know, but that's the thing is once you learn it the hard way, like, those are usually the people that are the coaches and the consultants and that can like try to help other people. Cause it's like, Oh man, if I just would have listened. And if you did listen, like you wouldn't be passing on the lesson. Exactly. Cause you just sailed right through. Exactly. You would have been, I heard you're not supposed to do this. And I, you know, I haven't, and everything was fine <laughs> instead of, yeah, everything was great. I heard it. <laughs> I didn't now learn from That's me. Right. Exactly. Well, I know that you guys do some traveling as well and, and certainly we're doing some traveling now on Real Food Road Trip. And so I'd love to hear, you know, do you have any tips for us or, or how do you handle like when you've got to travel and, and you want to find real food and stay healthy? Well, that's another prep, like plane rides, because, I mean, I don't think there exists a healthy food ever in an airport. So um... oh my God. <laughs> I heard a tale in Denver. There's a place. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but one of my friends, Monica Rock, Monica Carrado, she lives near Denver and flies in and out of there a lot. And I'll have to remember the name and I'll put it in the show notes. But she said it's actually like good. And she eats there and you can't eat there unless you're flying out of there. Because when we were in Denver, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the airport and eat, which is so random. Right. But um, I'm like, she's totally sold me on this place. But it's like behind security. Like you can't go in. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. 
So I think it's like the only place. Yeah, it's hard to find. So, I mean, we definitely like bring an arsenal. Like I don't use, I actually don't ever bring snack. My kids don't snack. I know it sounds crazy, Uh but we don't. We eat meals and that's it. But that's the only time where I bring like an arsenal of snacks because just because we're surrounded by other people. So the plane ride is, is good, but I like stock up on snacks. But I mean, it's just really, you know, like I said, you, you have your, you know, like you were, we're not a hundred percent like the oils, the whatever, but it's really fruits, vegetables. Um, I think our, our kids don't eat off a kid menu. I don't understand uh-huh. this whole like That's super important. Yeah, like I don't understand this whole like kids Chicken have nuggets. Yeah, and that's all kids can eat. That's so insane. Yeah, that they have to eat different because we just feed them what we eat. And um, I'm trying to think of like typical meals we get like fajitas without anything else but the fajita yeah. meat and the vegetables. Eat and veggies. That's a smart thing. That's one thing we eat in Mexican restaurants. And we just find different restaurants. You know, breakfasts are always easy because you can just do an yeah. omelet. And, yeah. and that. And so breakfasts are always an easy one. But it's just trying to find, you know, as, as many, like, it's nice now because more paleo places are popping up. It's, it's not mm-hmm. as weird to most, well, it's not as weird as it used to be. <laughs> but, right. um, yeah, we just find I'll be I'll be flat out honest with you. JJ and I just went to New York City and it was like we're eating we're just like it was bad. We had just open. we had pizza. I'm like we got to have pizza in New York. And I mean I paid for it. I felt horrible, right. but it was pretty yeah. delicious eating it. So, but when yeah. we're around the kids, we're really 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 strict. So, it's just right. being well, they're little young bodies and they've just not been exposed to this stuff and they're just growing and developing like you know, we know that we're going to pay for it. Like we don't want to inflict that on them. And, you know, we have strategies to deal with it. Like we carry our, um, we don't, you know, I hate to say slip because we're not all about, you know, Oh, we're on the strict diet and we can't have that. It's not about that. The mindset is we feel so much better when we eat this way. It, yeah. When we, yeah. When we live this way, it's not about restrictive. We can, we can't, I don't really have a whole set of rules. It's just like, this is what we choose to do and what we choose to support. And not only for our, our health, but the health of the planet, the health of the farmers, the health of the animals, like it's just how we live. And so, you know, if we choose to have something that's, slightly outside of the realm like i i'm probably with you i probably have a nice slice of new york pizza hopefully like homemade at a place that does it really well but it's still not necessarily something i would eat all the time you know i carry my enzymes with me so i would take like i use um houston enzymes i love their trienza it it's amazing gluten dairy digests all kinds of great stuff um and then i carry activated charcoal too so if i'm ever really questioning the quality of the food and I just absolutely have to get something or I'm exposed or whatever, I'll take a couple of those. And that really helps too. Certainly for traveling, if you've got um, food poisoning or any kind of like travelers up the tummy, um, the activated charcoal seriously steps in and helps. Oh, that's So I'm never without that when I travel ever. <laughs> that's super interesting. Yeah. I haven't tried any of that stuff. So it's really great. Um, and, you know, it's so cheap. And the only thing that it can really, I mean, you can't really OD on it. But the um, the only thing it might affect is that, like, if you're on certain um, pharmaceuticals or if you take your, you know, your vitamins or whatever at a certain time, like, you want to take it away from when you take the charcoal because it, it absorbs. It actually adsorbs, not absorbs. But um, 
it will interfere with your your absorption of that substance. So you just take it at a different time. But what's great is like, yeah, if, if we ever get diarrhea or anything, we start popping activated charcoal right away. And I mean, it's done. Huh. I had no yeah, idea about got, this. This is so interesting. It's great. Yeah, we got food poisoning one time. I don't I don't know exactly what happened. I think it was chicken that didn't like get all the way cooked through. It was like on the bone or whatever and you know, maybe it sat in the fridge a couple extra days or whatever and we both got really the next morning got really funky. We started like feeling like we were spinning around. Everybody was nauseous, sick to their stomach, the whole thing. It was awful. And we started activated charcoal. And I swear to you, in two hours, it was like three doses. Um, we were like totally fine. Huh. Totally fine. And before, I think, you know, that would have been one of those things that like drug on for a while. Because it was it was not fun. Interesting. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So not to get off on a tangent, but yeah, activated charcoal, really handy to <laughs> Good to know. Very good to know. But I definitely hear you. Like, sometimes you want to go and just be a little more open and not have to do all the research and find all the places. And, you know, farm to table for dinner, great, easy, fun to find, right? But for breakfast and lunch, kind of hard sometimes to find people doing farm to table. Yeah. And you usually have to go, like, in the cities to find it. Yeah. You know, like, not a lot of yeah. Even suburbs, I mean, not a lot of suburbs even have it. It's mostly you're going to have to go in the inner, I sound like inner cities, but in the actual cities to find Into them. the city. Yeah. Right. And be, um, and it's going to be a little bit more expensive. And sometimes, you know, it's a little dressier. Not always, but sometimes. And sometimes you need reservations. Like sometimes it can be an event. Yeah. Um. So when you are just traveling and, you know, you're tired and you just need somebody. I mean, for us, that's a lot of times where Chipotle comes to the rescue. Yeah. You know, but if you're somewhere that doesn't have that, I mean, like we talked about before, just going and making the best choices. But, you know, sometimes you just want to go have that New York pizza, too. Yeah. No, exactly. So. Exactly. Well, and like I said, when it, and it gets hard with kids, too, because a lot of people don't believe like our kids will eat what they eat. And then, you uh -huh. know, to go to a nice restaurant at night, usually kids aren't there. So if you're traveling, you're, you know, takeout or something, because right. we ordered this one time this we were at a paleo restaurant here in town and um. We're like, okay, the kids are each going to get cause their own plate and they're going to have medium rare burgers. And the waitress is like, shut up. Like, for real? They're going to eat two, yeah. like, adult-sized plates. For, and my kids are like, two and three. Yeah, and she's like, and they're two and three. And she's like, and you want their burger medium rare? And we're like, yeah, actually, the rarer the better. They'll totally eat it. And our kids, like, everybody was, like, standing there looking at them and, like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm like, this is just what they, like, they don't, we don't have, we don't have two different meals for everybody. Like, they eat what no. we eat and they love it. Like, I'm not being mean, I'm not being a mean parent, you know? No, that's what, I mean, it's, you know, it reminds me of that book, what is it, French Kids Eat Everything? Yeah, or yeah, something yeah. about, yeah, that's totally, like, we don't do snacks, we don't do, and I, I, it's kind of nice. Like, I mean, and like I said, when my kids do have something that they're not supposed to, they're, and I'm not saying they're perfect 24 seven, but no. it totally changes. It totally shifts. They go from, nah, they're, you know, naughty here and there to ma manipulative, purposely deceiving. And you just want, like, you're like, who are you? You're like the devil. And it's, it's a demon child. Yeah. And so that's why we, and the thing is like, we don't, we don't eat bad in front of them because I don't want food to be a big deal. It's just like, this is what right. we eat. This is, you know, we don't need a bun on our burger. Like, it's not a big deal. Whatever. Just 
eat what we eat. And so um, that's why we really are strict where I, cause I don't want to be eating pizza in front of my kids and be like, sorry, you can't have any. Cause that would exactly. just make a total eating that's issue. Weird yeah, exactly. Nobody does. Right? Exactly. So that's why we're strict with them, especially. Yeah. Well, and I love that. Like I know in the real food community, like, you know, we sort of like dissect food and like where it's, where it's sourced from and where it's this and that. And it's like this big deal and this big topic of conversation and that's great because we do need that conversation. We need to know where our food is coming from. We need to be active on organic and non-GMO. We need all of that, but we have to be careful that it doesn't become this obsession, this eating disorder, this, you know, this issue, and especially for our children because we've had the benefit of seeing other sides, and when they're raised in that kind of environment, that's all they see. So normalizing it like this is just what we eat in our family. It isn't weird. It isn't this. You're not on a specific diet. Like this is just what we eat and we sit down and have meal time together. It's not, you know, there's not snacks all over the place. And this is like, this is pretty normal in other cultures. And that's why I pointed to that book because, you know, they talk about not snacking. I can't remember the author's name off the top. I will put it in the show notes, but, um, but not snacking, you know, having mm-hmm. meal time not making all the different meals. And, you know, the, I know that we've all sort of grown up with the idea of kids' meals and those kind of things, but that's kind of a newish thing. I mean, yeah, you know, kids, like, don't come out just eating macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets, believe me. So, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's got to be kind of developed in them. I, uh, Amy, I could talk about this topic for hours because I just get so annoyed. Like, it's like, okay. Let's, 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 I don't have a like PhD. I don't have a certification. I don't have anything, but I have common sense. And if you, if I was two and I had no idea like what was really good for me or what what wasn't, and I knew, I mean, come on, a chicken nugget's going to taste a hell of a lot better than broccoli, right? And I knew. Yeah, it's been engineered by teams of scientists to be as effectively addictive as possible. Exactly. So I know that if I hold out and don't eat the broccoli, I'm going to get the chicken. And I mean, come on, I've watched a two and three year old work. They know how to manipulate very young. I can figure this out. And so, yeah, you know what? I'm going to not eat the broccoli if I know I'm going to get my way. And all these parents are like, I can't get my kid to eat healthy because you give in every time yeah. If you feed him the crap. I'd want the crap right. too. If I had, ki- I, anyway, I could just go on forever about this because it's so frustrating. And it's like, it is frustrating. I grew up, we never, my mom never cooked multiple meals. Like we ate it or we didn't eat. And by, if we didn't eat, we'd be hungry the next morning and we'd eat. So I don't understand where this concept of mothers or fathers, whatever, having to be short order cooks came into play right. and why it's suddenly an everyday occurrence because. Just if you want your kids to be healthy, like food therapy is like the big thing now. Like all these kids mm. go to food therapy. I'm like, really, really, Mm-mm. really like crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It drives me nuts. Well, and we've created it. And again, not to start any kind of mommy guilt or anything like that, because we all do what we can with what we know. When we know better, we do better. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah, like it. It's I not. It's not about blame. It's not about blame. It's not about blame, but do better. I mean, come on. Do better. Do better. Because we can. And you know what? The power's there to do better. The information is there to do better. And that doesn't mean that it has to be 
100% organic. That doesn't mean everything has to be pastured. What da 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 da. It doesn't have to be all of that all the time. But do as good as you can with what you have. And it's really again about the mindset. And like you said, you know, at the end of the day, like if you guys didn't eat it, like you went to bed hungry, you didn't die, you woke up the next day. Oh, guess what? I'm hungry. I'm going to eat what's put in front of me. And I don't mean it in a, in a mean, you know, you will eat what's on your plate. Because if you make a big issue about it, it's going to be a big issue. Right. But it's just like, this is the dinner that we're serving. People like certain things. If you don't like that, okay, you don't eat it. And then that's what we have right now. And then you eat the next time it comes around. Right. Or what we'll do, too, is like, so let's say there's sweet potatoes and then like, steak or I don't know something Uh that's not as likable as sweet potatoes so Uh we'll make them eat several bites of the not so good stuff in order to get the good stuff so we'll do stuff like that too but I don't you know I this is a whole nother topic for another time but I feel like too it's the whole like it's okay and I'm not saying I'm mom of the year I'm sure some people could come in and critique and I'm totally cool with that I do not try to be mom of the year I do not pretend to be um, I don't want to be mom of the year but there's certain things that I feel like we make excuses for. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's with anything in life. If you really want this to be this way, you'll make it happen. And so, yeah. you know, I don't, we don't go to McDonald's. Like we just don't. And yeah, sometimes, you know, we have to go to the grocery store and grab something a little different in order to eat. But um, I just, I, I, I'm sad and I'm really sad about the society our kids are growing up in because it just it's like excuse after excuse after excuse and and then we make the excuses okay and I I don't I don't necessarily agree with that yeah no I hear where you're coming from and I I do agree with that absolutely I totally do because you know there's times that we're out I mean I was just thinking about some of our recent travels and it's like there's nothing and we failed to plan and guess what we were hungry Exactly. Yeah, you have to. Was eat. there yeah. a McDonald's there? Absolutely. Are we going there? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, it's non-negotiable. Yeah. Like we'll just be hungry, and there, you know, at the end of the day, there will be food somewhere, and we'll make it happen, and you know, and we'll pull it together. But, um, but it is about making the choice, and it's about making it a priority, and about knowing what is more important? Is it more important right now to go to McDonald's or is it more important to build health and feel better and support industries that you care to support and not put chemicals in your body and not get on an MSG crazy roller coaster? I mean, right. No, a hundred percent. There's a lot to it. Well, and I call, so I, I label myself, I'm a very lazy parent. And I say that from the perspective of I don't want to deal with things like like a really bratty child. So I'm really lazy in that perspective. Like I don't take the old bratty child. Like I don't want to deal with that. So it's like I'd rather do some things that I know like I'd have to that might be a little more work because I'm too lazy to deal with like the really bratty stuff. So um, I joke like I don't like I'm more strict in things because it's like I don't want to create bad habits that I have to work on breaking later. So I'm just, I'm lazy. I don't want to deal with that stuff. So that's why I do the stuff. Like I don't want them to know McDonald's because then I have to deal with, can we go to McDonald's? You know, I'll, right. I'll wait till I absolutely have to deal with that versus creating bad habits. Creating now. It. Yeah. Yeah. And it's lazy out of love because it's benefiting them. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's benefiting me. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, come on, it's yeah, benefiting sure. me. But yeah, sure. So. Mama has to remain sane. Exactly. Exactly. I'm totally cool with calling it lazy. Well, you know, and again, like a lot of what we talked about about making those choices and whatever, it transfers on a healthy lifestyle. It transfers to business. I mean, it really it has to do with everything across the board. Yeah, I agree. And every, I mean, it's, there's nothing worth having that comes easy. Nothing. I've yet to find anything. So if you know of anything, let me know. The beautiful point. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, if you truly want to be healthy, it's going to take work. If you want a successful business, it's going to, there's no easy button anywhere um, right. in life. Despite what Staples would have you believe. Exactly. Exactly. I've bought the easy <laughs> button. It does not, it didn't work. It does not make meals for you. But it's just, sadly no. You know, you have to you have to set priorities in your life. And like you were saying, what's the most important thing to you? Is it you know, is it being healthy? Is it having a successful business? Is it you know, can you balance all things? Absolutely, you can. Um, mm-hmm. I you know, it takes a team though. I mean, I feel bad if I I I know a mom is really trying to do something or a dad and the other spouse isn't supportive of it because I mm-hmm. that would be so hard to me. I don't know. It is the hardest. Yeah. I mean, I see that all the time with my clients and it really makes me sad. And I champion those parents that keep trying in the face of that. And if you're listening, like keep it up, keep it up exactly. Because you're in the right, you're doing the right thing. And you know what? Find your community where you need to. Find your community online. Find your support where you need to. Because I see a lot of, especially moms, I'm not going to put it only on moms, but I see a lot of especially moms fighting, 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 advocating for their kids, you know, in the face of doctors that won't listen, in the face of spouses that maybe turned a blind eye um, or just feel like it'd be too much work to change or whatever. I, I don't really know. I'm so lucky so lucky. I count myself so grateful. I don't have to deal with that because I actually don't think I would. I mean, I know I haven't been in that situation, but I, I just think I'd be like this. We're not going to work because no. Um, but you know, I was at a conference this past weekend and, um, Robin O'Brien was there. I love Robin O'Brien. And she was talking, she was giving a keynote address and she was talking about, um, when she was giving a presentation at Target, you know, to help them change their food over to healthier and do dump the junk and all of that. And she said after one of the talks, there was a guy that came up to her in tears, in tears, and said, my wife has been telling me this stuff for five years. Wow. And I didn't listen. And what it took was somebody outside of the marriage, outside of that relationship, to sort of confirm it and tell him, because, you know, a lot of times in the relationship, it's too close. Yeah, exactly. It's like how we to try to help our, our parents and our, you know, our cousins and whatever, like change. And a lot of times they don't listen to us until they hear it from somewhere else. Like I remember telling, I was one of the weird kids reading prevention magazine <laughs> as a teenager. <laughs> Instead of 17 and teen, I was reading prevention. And even that long ago, they were talking about how blueberries are great for your memory and they're great for antioxidants and all of this. And I remember telling my mom because we were concerned about my grandmother and she had Alzheimer's. And so I said, Oh, you know, blueberries are really great for that. And she was like, okay, whatever. And then I swear like five years ago, she's like, Amy, Amy, we should totally eat more blueberries because they're great for your memory and great with any antioxidants. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. 
Oh. That's wonderful information. Thank you. Yeah, you can't say um, I told you so. You it's can't. Just like, whatever. It sounds you great. <laughs> but it really is about, you know, again, finding our community um, and our support where we can find it. And if that's other moms online, you know, blogging about real food or um, or anything like that, that's where we need to find it and persevere because at the end of the day, it is for the health of our families and, yeah. and I mean, and our communities. It's so, so true. And it's just like, I, and I, I think my frustration with it is that I feel like we're the five headed monster of, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I almost, <laughs> I almost feel isolated sometimes because it's like yeah. trying to explain because what my frustration about it is, is that if I tell somebody that, Hey, I feed my, I, you and I've had this conversation before. It's like, yeah. If I say, hey, uh, well, can, can, you know, can TJ have a sucker? It's like, no, we don't, we don't feed them that stuff. They don't hear, no, we don't feed them that stuff. They hear, mm-hmm. I think you're, you're a really horrible parent that you would ever give your kid a sucker and you're going to go to parenting hell and you should never have a right. lot. And they're just like, they, they throw all this, ju- like this imaginary judgment that I just put out. And it's like, I never, like, I didn't say any of that. I didn't say any of that. Like we just, this is what we do in our yeah, family. I'm lazy. I don't like dealing with my kid on a sucker. Okay. Like that's how it is. Just judge me. I'm lazy. And it's like, um, it's so frustrating that sometimes it's like, I almost feel uh, we love our bubble because it's like, you don't have to explain yeah. anything. You don't have to get the yeah. weird looks. You don't have to, well, I don't get it. And then you don't have to fight with a three-year-old who really wants the cupcake. And you're just like, okay. And, it's so it's such a struggle as a as a parent because I don't want to create the eating disorders and the eating issues, but I don't, you know, it's so it's so hard that I feel the online community is so important because you do sometimes the bubble's safer and you just never want to leave it. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, like when you're in the bubble, it doesn't feel like. I mean, it kind of feels like everybody else thinks the same way you do, so it kind of seems odd that some people would want to give a kid a cupcake. Oh. I mean, I know, I know that's weird to say because we all grew up with that and we see it happening everywhere in mass, but it's, uh, you know, when you're in the bubble, it's like, why would you want to give the three-year-old that crazy sugary thing that is so sugary, you can't almost stand the taste of it. Like, it's crazy. It's so out of control right now, too. It's like, oh, you just did, oh my gosh, poor Johnny. He did a 20-minute run for soccer. We need to give that kid some donuts. Like, I feel so bad for parent or for teachers the first day of school because now, thanks to Pinterest, it's like this overdone, like, oh, production of the first day of school. And, like, here in Frisco, I was seeing all these pictures of all these parents going and getting like their kids names and donuts and I'm like oh my god no these poor teachers like not only is it the first day of school but you've just like donated them up and it's like no like my neighbor and I were laughing our friend he's like I would fail because they don't have kids he's like I would fail as a parent I'm like oh my god I feel like I'm failing every day because my kids don't have the Pinterest production every morning they wake up in our house but think about what that would do to them if they did. I know, I know. I mean, nothing's ever enough then. It's like you set them up for this whole inauthentic world. And I'm not, I mean, I love Pinterest. Don't get me I wrong. I do too. It's I totally love Pinterest. Inspiration. Like, yeah. you know, there's great ideas on there and whatever, but there's a lot of stuff that is way overdone. And honestly, it's, it's not just the Pinterest, you know, situation. It's honestly like I remember as a kid, it was like competing birthday parties. Yep. And, you know, you know, by the time you're five, you're like having a sweet 16. 
And it's like, where do you go from there? Yeah. No, it's like, so true. are you going to the moon on your 10th birthday? Like where, where do you go after you've already had the spa days and the limos and the stuff that most, you know, 30 year olds want? Um, you know, where do you go? Exactly. No, it's crazy. And, and it's just like, I just wish sometimes I never had to leave my bubble and we could just live here <laughs> and TJ and Lily, my kids would just be like the best friends ever. <laughs> And um, maybe when they're 30, they can enter the real world. That's what my dream is. I hope. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I think that's a lot of parents listening's dream. I mean, honestly, like it just, um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But you know what? It is all about balance. It is all about mindset. It's all about prep. And at the end of the day, like it's the people for whatever reason, whether we're talking health, whether we're talking business, whatever, it's the people that keep going Yes. In the face yes. of that adversity. It's so true. Like you can, exactly. And you, you know, the norm is the easy route, you know, right. going and getting, it's just the easy way to take and being comfortable and doing that. So when you're not the norm, there's going to be, it's going to be a lot harder. But to me, it's so, it's so worth it. It's just oh my so God, worth, worth it. it. So. I mean, I keep thinking back to you know, when I was doing the norm and, and, and what my life was like and, you know, practically being bedridden and never thinking I was going to get to go anywhere and didn't think I was going to make it, you know, to 28, let alone 34, you know, like I was like, there's no way that I can go on like this. I was in constant pain, migraines every day, like miserable, 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 but I was doing the norm. I was able to just go shop at a regular grocery store. Yeah. I couldn't ever make it through a shopping trip without having an, a panic attack. Wow. Because, oh, it was insane. I can't tell you how many times I would call Matt. Like, I just left my cart at the grocery store. My blood sugars, like, crashed, and I'm a mess. And I became overwhelmed by the choices in spaghetti sauces. Like, and I had to leave. That's crazy. That's not okay. And so now to have, like moved across the country, had a successful organic farm, you know, sold that. And now I'm traveling the country all over um, for two years. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, I still remember seeing, you know, um, the George Washington Bridge and the, and the New York skyline the first time and just like bawling because I'm like, I didn't think I'd ever live to see this. So wow. it is damn worth it mm -hmm. to make those choices and make the priority. I can't tell you how many kids, you know, that when they started working with us, you know, asthma, allergies, you know, they're on the spectrum, all kinds of skin issues, behavioral issues. And because their parents made different decisions and on what they brought into their home and what they made in their kitchens and what they would allow within their family, those children's lives are absolutely transformed and it that's generational. That's not just their life. It's it's grandkids and great grandkids' lives. Oh. Transformed. It's so true. I mean it just like uh, yeah. No, what you so see some people go through too. It's sad. Oh my god, it is sad and it's unfair. They didn't sign up for that. Yeah. But they did ask you for know? the chicken nuggets for dinner, so it's their fault. They did ask for the chicken nuggets for dinner, right? <laughs> So we as mom and dad have to step in and go, no, like I'm setting the boundary. This is what I will allow for my family. And this is what I will not. This is what I will tolerate. And this is what I will not tolerate. 
Yeah. You know, I'm not going to let them be the guinea pig. I'm not going to let them, you know, be contaminated with GMOs and all these chemicals. And that is just not okay. And it sure as hell isn't okay for that to happen at the expense of my family for corporations to be enriched because they are too cheap to take care of the food. Yeah. No, you just have to draw the line. And so it is about prep. It is about mindset. Absolutely. And that, that goes for whatever is going on in your life, how busy it is or not, you know, and again, we're never saying, never saying anybody needs to be perfect because there's no such thing. Right. There's no such thing. Absolutely. Do the best that we can, but we need to make sure we're not letting that be like, oh, I'm doing the best I can while we run through McDonald's because. Exactly. I 100% agree. That's so spot on. Yes. Like it's not that weak. I'm doing the best I can. Yes. I agree whole different energy behind that i will say this though real quick i do think mark sisson is perfect (laughs) the man is like ridiculous i can assure you he is not okay i was like (laughs) that makes me feel so much better because i do look at him and i'm like (laughs) seriously he's like a beast i'm like is he 20 or 60 because i can't tell like it's ridiculous (laughs) he is in great shape he's in great shape Okay. I'm so glad to hear he's not perfect because I was just like, listen, there's like the rest of the world and then there's him and it's like ridiculous, but. (laughs) That's too funny. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, sadly nobody's there. Okay, good. Makes you feel better. (laughs) It's all about progress. All about progress. So, well, thank you so much. And again, like I, I'm just totally crushing on your book. You know, I'm a total business nerd anyway. Um, We've both shared that over the years and it's like, Love it. Master the start. And you know what? Again, so much in there, even if you're not starting your business, which I always think everybody should be starting a business because why not? But, um, but, um, there's so much in there that can just help with getting your mind right, dealing with self-sabotage, like all of that really, really helpful stuff. And the starters club, you guys have some amazing podcasts going on. I love it. I mean, you're just flying through the episodes. Thank you. I got to get today's up yet, though. But yeah, no, um, it's been fun. It's been some of the I, I'm so glad I did it. So you're going to be so happy you did one, too. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. It's really great. And, uh, you know, we, it's it's a whole new way to connect with our community and bring them resources that will help them because it is all about a community effort. I totally agree. A hundred. We all need the support. Yep. All of us. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for being on here. I'll make sure, um, guys, the links to the Starters Club, Master the Start, the podcast, everything that we talked about today are going to be on the show notes. If you'll go to realfoodwholehealth.com under podcast, you'll find the show notes for today's episode. And we will see you next time. Thanks so much, Erin. Thank you, Amy. Thanks so much for joining us today, and please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.